Hello, I'm Stephen Morrow. And I'm Christopher Philippi. And this is The The Podcast Podcast with Benefits. On today's episode, we talk about... Sucking on a Knuckle Buster. Andreas Covered in Caramel. Which non-edible sauce is sexiest? What the fuck? What the fuck is a non-edible sauce? Who cares what a non-edible sauce is? Just ram it in your ass and lick it. Ram it in your ass and lick it. Hello. Hi, Steven. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Uh, I've been better. Um, yeah? I, I don't know if our audience is aware of this, uh, but I, I've come down with the COVID. Oh, no. I've got, got the big C. Mmm, see, that's not the way you want to say that. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's a different, it's, it's a whole different context. Uh, it's not, not, you know. Well. You've got COVID. Yeah, uh. So I've been quarantining at home. We're recording this remotely, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, Indeed. Obviously, to yeah. all of our home <clears throat> listeners. Uh, but but yeah. So I've been I've been at home, uh, trying to keep to myself and everything. But I'm I'm at the tail end of it, so I'm feeling mostly fine now. So I'm glad yeah. to hear you're on the up and up. That's good. Yep. Uh, um, but actually. If I may... Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say congratulations because um, I, I recently saw that you have had your was it fifth anniversary? Yes. Well, congratulations. Correct. That's awesome. Thank you, thank you. My partner and I are celebrating five years of marriage. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what's the what's the secret? Everyone always says there's a secret, but, but. Um. It's, I'm sure it's completely different for each uh, couple, but uh, for for us, uh, it's been just patience and understanding. Uh, you know, patience on their part because I'm just a, a lot to deal with. I've got a lot of drama. No, um, <laughs> but I, I not drama. I, I just am a prick sometimes. So uh, they've been extremely patient with me. And it just comes down to listening and being there for each other. And we've got each other's backs, you know. They're my partner. They're my, my teammate. I've chosen them forever. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad. Did you do anything special on your on your anniversary day? Uh, yeah, we went to a little Airbnb uh, for the whole weekend and mm-hmm. just got a bunch of takeout food and... Just enjoyed peace and quiet. Um, we have you know three kids and seven animals, so seven uh, animals. Jesus, <laughs> I don't remember there notice, being that many when I was there last. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, when you don't really notice until they're all together. Yeah, <laughs> God. But with yeah, three kids and seven animals, it's a lot. That's so, basically ten animals. Correct. Correct. Uh, ten needy beings. <laughs> So they can't survive without us. Um, and we love each and every one of them very much. Uh, however, it is nice to not be needed for a couple of days 
and just enjoy. We, we honestly, uh, there was a lot of silence and it was really, really wonderful. <laughs> a peaceful silence where we just enjoyed our settings. That sounds nice. Especially like the idea of, of just kind of like staying somewhere and just getting a bunch of takeout. I don't know. That sounds kind of perfect. It really was like we set the expectations for each other, you know, low. Like at one point they had, you know, about a month beforehand, maybe three weeks before the, the anniversary weekend, they had said that they were nervous and they wanted to make sure everything was perfect. And I stopped them right then and there. I said, listen, nothing is going to be perfect about it. You know, there's going to be things that are going to go wrong. There's going to be things that will, will, you know, that won't be perfect. You know, the food might not be amazing or the room might not be just right, but it will be perfect because you and I will be together. Oh, that was, that was it. That was, that was, you know, from, it was from the hip, but it was from the heart. And, uh, because it's, that's accurate. I mean, like I, I, in, in vacations, I can tend to be like the over planner. Like I will say like, okay, we're going to do this at seven forty-five, And then that way we can be here by eight thirty, and we're going to have maximum enjoyment. And I had a couple things planned for this weekend, but I really, I canceled them because even, even the one or two things that was nice and spaced out and it wasn't going to take out the whole weekend, uh, I canceled those even because I just wanted to be, to have no obligations to anything other than to eat, other than to each other, you know, mm-hmm. uh, be, beholden to none other than ourselves. And it was, it was wonderful. Um, because I just I wanted to just enjoy their company, and I did. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And I like that the the sort of hidden secret sauce, the the hidden messages, um, always set low expectations. Oh man, that's the the key to my success, baby. Yeah. Like, oh, don't don't come here expecting anything nice or fancy. You're gonna get a, you know an empire of dirt. Uh, and it's all yours for the low, low price of a lot of my bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I am high fucking maintenance. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's awful. So if you just set that from the get go, like that's why that's another reason that I think my partner and I work very well because uh, we know each other. We know each other. We've known each other for a long time. We've been friends for Oh, fuck. Uh, over 15 years at this point, I think. Damn. Yeah. And so we both <laughs> saw each other in other relationships, and we saw each other in other interactions. And uh, so we just we knew who each other were before getting into it. Like, you know, when you are when you first meet somebody with the intention to, to have a romantic relationship with them, you can kind of put on airs or show your best self. But after almost a decade of friendship before entering into a romantic relationship there were no airs to put on we both seen each other at our lowest and our highest and everything in between so there were there was nothing there was no need to i mean of course we were you know cordial and nice and you know whatever but uh, you know we still are i, I guess but <laughs> you guess <laughs> well you kind of lose some of that you know yeah like you, you kind of lose the pleasantries uh, when you live with anybody over time, you're just like fucking, you know, you cut right to it, the chase sometimes, you know, yeah. you don't have to, to stand on ceremony. <laughs> you can just kind of 
say what you need to say. That's true. Yeah. I, I think it's it's actually kind of interesting because I feel like your uh your relationship is almost the opposite of of mine and Andreas's in terms of like how we met and like how much we knew about one another. Right. Because <laughs> uh, uh I don't know, Andreas and I kind of just like immediately jumped into it. <laughs> we were like, right. Hello stranger. <laughs> let's be together forever i love it because uh, you guys are so just it's so beautiful that's uh that's one way to put it <laughs> i feel like uh i feel like you know um like the the idea of yin and yang like the there's the no that is a completely foreign <laughs> concept steven please explain it anyways it, it, <laughs> the whole like like good and bad i feel like um i feel like we're almost like uh i mean andreas and i are almost like yin and yang but it's like half drawn to like perfection and then the other side was like scribbled by a two-year-old and i am okay. the side that was scribbled by the two-year-old i'm like the wonky yang that's still yin and yang like yeah, just yeah. A yin and yang inside of a yin and yang. Yeah. It's... I just feel like I'm I'm the disgusting side of of this beautiful thing. Uh, it's like Doctor well, Jekyll normally and Mister Hyde. I would tell most people. I would tell most people that they're their own worst critic, but because I know both of you, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I am the the low expectation. Yeah, it's but but in the most beautiful and loving way, you are the disgusting low expectation. <laughs> oh my god, man! Sometimes so, I sometimes I wake up and I just look at it on look at Andreas and I just apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like I I will sometimes wake up my partner and say, "Hey, I love you. Please don't leave me." Because yeah, I, I, yeah, it's just thanks, thanks for sticking around. <laughs> Thank you so you much. Do, you could do way better. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. I know those feels. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sometimes I feel like there's there's definitely an imbalance where it's like, like he's doing me a favor, <laughs> and uh, right, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know, yeah, like like some sort of blow to the head. Like, wait a minute. I'm married to you? Wait, oh no, this can't be right. Like amnesia has set in. Just waiting, waiting for them to regain consciousness. I have to, I have to make sure that they never, they never become privy. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, it's, yeah. I won't. I would listen. I won't tell Andreas if you don't tell Frank. So, <coughs> poor guy. I'm sorry. Oh, I. Uh, I apologize to our listeners if you hear coughing. I'm going to try to cough away from the microphone whenever possible, but... Uh, oh, we've, we've heard every single one, but it's okay. There's... Yeah, the, <laughs> I'm sorry. It is unavoidable. Um, but... So much better than it, it was a week ago, though. Oh, my God. Um, was it Was it awful? Yeah, and, like... It was like... You know when you hold your breath... And you you get to that point where it's hard to hold your breath and you like feel like you have to gasp 
Yeah, yeah, your lungs start contracting. Yeah, and if you hold your breath long enough, even when you're gasping for air, it's a miserable experience. Like, you would think, oh, this is this is going to be a refreshing gasp of air. But no, it's like this painful, shitty, desperate inhale. Um, so a week ago, that was me breathing all the time. I just always <laughs> felt like, oh, this is, it's like not enough air, but also it felt like... Um, you know when you go to a hotel and there's that indoor pool, uh, but they have so much fucking chlorine in there, and so like, and and all of the windows are shut, the doors are shut, so it's just this concentration <laughs> of chlorine, and then when yes. you when you inhale, it burns a little. Uh, that was that was that. So I was just coughing and I was I couldn't breathe. That is so oddly specific, Stephen. I hate indoor pools because of the chlorine situation. Clearly. It's rough. I also have a slight chlorine allergy, so it makes it doubly ah, rough. Okay, there we are. Yeah. Has the COVID affected your sex? Uh, that's a good question. Um, initially, yes. Yeah. Uh, because initially, I was the only one who tested positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Andreas and my brother-in-law. Uh, his nickname is Chucho, so I'll refer to him as Chucho. Uh, sure. But uh, Andreas and Chucho, when they were coming back from Mexico, um, they had to get tested twice for COVID, and it wasn't it wasn't just like the gentle little slightly in the nostril test. It was the shove it all the way up to your brain COVID test. Um, mm. Twice they had to do it twice. They wouldn't mm. uh, they wouldn't let them into the airport unless they had proof that they tested negative and then they wouldn't let them onto the plane unless they did another test right there oh my goodness yeah um mexico is like they're on top of things i they're on top of sticking things up into people's brains well yeah but but i don't know they've i feel like they've handled the pandemic a lot better than the u.s at least most countries have handled it better than the u.s that's true but anyways so um so they were negative then, and then um, I started to feel symptoms shortly after they got back, but I went to the doctor, and the doctor said that I um, probably had allergies, and I actually got a COVID test, and it was negative, but I think it was like just too early for it to test positive. Sure. Um, yeah. So later when I started to feel worse, I got another COVID test, and it tested positive. Um, so then I started isolating myself within the apartment, but I was, I was terrified of getting, um, Andreas and Chucho sick. So I was, you know, wearing a mask and I was staying far away from them and, uh, you know, like wiping things behind me as I walked, um, that kind of thing. And so I had no physical contact with Andreas during that period. Um, and that was rough because I had already been lonely for an entire month while Andreas was in Mexico, and then he comes back, and it's like, oh, you're not allowed to touch him anymore. Uh, <laughs> it was almost worse. So it makes it yeah, absolutely worse, yeah, because you can now see him. It's one thing when he's away and you miss him, you know, but then to be able to see the thing that you desire most <laughs> and not be able to touch it, that's that's awful. Yeah, that was, that was the worst. Uh, but then uh, shortly after I tested positive, we scheduled tests for both of them and andreas tested positive and then basically the same day that andreas tested positive we were just 
it was it was like a day of nonstop oral sex. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was it was just uh it was like you know how when there's like a baby animal and they're like sucking on their mom's teat. Mm. It was like that the entire day. <laughs> I like... was real nervous. <laughs> I was real nervous. Why? <laughs> well, you go from oral sex to baby, and I was real scared. Well, no, like like they, you know, just no. You, your your analogy was fine. It was apt. I just was. I think my 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 butthole tightened. <laughs> I got a, I got a little nervous, but I, I, you, know, you haven't let me down yet. But you still. I've come awfully close. Sure, sure. But but no, I I basically had to, you know, I couldn't get them off of me for, for that day. It was nice though. But wonderful, yeah, that's great. Yeah, just trying to do everyday activities. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I think you need like one of those. Uh, you know, the in gym class when you were a kid, those things you like the with the four wheels. It was just a seat with handles that <laughs> you slid around on the floor. Well, yeah, the 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 knuckle crusher because you would always yeah, run yeah, over yeah, your the, fucking yeah, hand. Right, yeah, you run over your fingers every fucking time. <laughs> uh, you need one of those, and then uh, just somebody <laughs> with a wide gate. And I think you could be fine, you know, because you have the suck e. The suck, I'm sorry, the sucker is on the the, the knuckle buster, uh, gym cart, and then the other person, the suck e, the person receiving, can just walk freely. Um, yeah, just knowing that you have this other, you know, yeah, appendage essentially, and maybe some kind of like a like a belt or a harness. Uh, just for obviously then... there needs to be a belt or a harness uh, <laughs> to make sure the two stay together <laughs> suck it wasn't obvious but i definitely i wasn't gonna say harness because i didn't, didn't want to make it seem you know like scary i want to have it seem fun for the audience but maybe you're into that scary shit yeah i, I mean i think i think uh there's quite a few people who are into harnesses um and Absolutely. there's probably a nice uh a nice niche of people who are interested in Sucking on a knuckle buster. Um. <laughs> I think that's my favorite phrase I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Sucking, Sucking on, on a knuckle, knuckle buster. buster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. I I really want to try that now. Okay, well, let's get a fucking knuckle buster off of Amazon, <laughs> and uh, I'll let you, you two can go nuts. Ugh. I mean, obviously, the harness is to keep the person riding the knuckle buster safe, so they don't bust their knuckles. They'll need those hands for shaft and ball action. Yeah. Maybe a little b-hole hole play. Yeah. You know, really, in a harness, you know, so you can attach yourself to the knuckle buster. I could have fun with this. We could, you know, this could be, could do this all day. We could, we could invent all kinds of. I am, I am the Captain America of talking about this fucking position do this all day specifically the sucking on a knuckle buster position sucking on a knuckle buster yeah absolutely i want that to be my band name our first album as well as our hit song okay sucking on a knuckle buster you know even if we're a one-hit wonder i would be okay with that that's fine i don't need anything else beyond that i would probably dissolve the band after that you know we do a world tour of suck it on your knuckle buster and uh, call it quits. Yeah, that would definitely be the peak. Yeah. We climaxed very fast. <laughs> I mean, 
as one does in that position. <laughs> I mean, you're sucking on a knuckle buster. <laughs> There's no other option. Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> to the one person left listening, thank you. I just really appreciate your patronage. It's Andreas. He's commitment. just, he's he's taking notes, drawing diagrams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shit. Just the fans we do have just rolling their eyes like, uh, fuck. <laughs> Why do I do this, this to is, myself? This is par for the course. They're... I guess so, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's relatively tame considering Normally some... it's the tangent. Yeah, normally it's kind of a long tangent. We we sometimes cut ourselves off. This one, this one we both enjoy thoroughly, so <laughs> really seen it through. Uh, what are those things actually called? Because I... I have no idea. I don't want to Google it. I just want to let it be a knuckle buster forever. No, but I want to buy one, though. That's the thing. Obviously, we'll look at it, you know. We'll put a link online. Okay. <laughs> on All our right. site. So, um... But... Shortly before I had to quarantine, uh, I was mm-hmm. given I was given a task at one of my jobs. Ooh. Um, and... It's something that I wanted to to talk to you about because uh it poses some interesting questions sure um so i got a text message from uh one of my bosses and uh they said i'm sorry if this is a bit of an awkward request but i need and i quote a sexy caramel video end quote uh, to which I replied I thought you'd never ask uh, of course yeah and then as, as you would do uh, and then I immediately started you know brainstorming ideas and things like that um, unfortunately the the deadline for this this project has already passed um, oh no I was not able to finish it because of the the quarantine situation um, mm. however I uh, I still am intrigued to hear your thoughts on the idea of non-sexy things being sexy or being sexualized, um, like caramel, which is... Well, no, I was going to say, I was, I, was, I was going to interrupt you almost immediately and say, well, caramel is already sexy. I mean, in its, that's fair. In its warm to hot ish form like well it's you know while it's still a, a viscous liquid and not a solid i think uh, it is very sexy i think your description calling it a viscous liquid made it less sexy a little bit a little bit i did that i did a disservice you know um i don't there's no there are there are no good words that aren't gross but when caramel flows it is sexy there's our other song Wait, when when caramel flows, it is sexy. When it, when caramel can be poured, it is attractive. Yeah. It is, yeah. Um, but just a, you know, pre-portioned little nougat of solid caramel, while delicious, not necessarily sexy. Yeah, but once it starts melting or oozing, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, it starts like um, like folding over edges, like you know the oh yeah, and then that, yeah, that, that is sexy caramel, that stretchy strand. Oh fuck! The stretch can go either way, depending on the music and the the how slow motion it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so the first idea that I pitched to my boss, um, 
needless to say it was immediately uh politely declined um but <laughs> uh i was trying to convince him to allow me uh to film andreas naked with mm. with caramel uh just all over him uh, all over <sighs> Completely. Being poured or just already like the 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 scene opens with him just <laughs> entrenched in caramel. It just like, opens with him drenched in caramel. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, and then like like it's just like a flash of of my husband naked, and then uh, that's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. It's I. I don't blame them for putting the kibosh on that. Um. He, there's that kibosh again. Jeez. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Every time you say that, things... I think of I think of what is it? Kibasa. You know the meat. Uh. Yeah. There's there's kibasa sausage. Yeah. Your butt cheeks is warm. Yeah. That's that's what I always think of uh, when you okay. say. Uh, ki- kibosh. Thank you. Ki- kibosh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. But no. Uh. So. Uh, this is this is a topic that has kept me up at night. Um, uh, my my husband covered in, in caramel, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I think you should still make the commercial. I think you should still make it without the uh, business's you know name in there, and we can just make it for our fake you know friends with benefits coffee shop. Okay. The 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 cafe with with benefits. Yes. Um, yes. I very much would like to see that commercial, <laughs> minus any of Andreas's private parts. Honestly, well, I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna have, you know, that that Austin Power scene where the objects are just like blocking, right, constantly in the way. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna do something like that. Uh. I, I just find it hilarious to think of. So here's what I'm envisioning. I just picture a scene in your bathroom like from like standing out in the hallway mm-hmm. into your own bathroom with Andreas just standing there like puzzled <laughs> and sad and confused already completely covered in caramel head to toe like you can only see his eyes and like his feet like you know but it's like it's just really uncomfortable Andreas yeah and he's like Steven <laughs> like you know it's a question you know and that's it that's the entire like and then like you know like leading up to it, it's like Try the cafe with benefits new delicious drink, a caramel explosion in your mouth, and then it's just picture of you know Andres, Stephen, and that's it. That's the commercial. That's what I envision. Just completely in creation. Just a blob of of caramel. Right, right. Just this messy, un, you know, like Andres is a good looking guy, and he's fit. So, you know, like that should already be sexy, but just making it the most uncomfortable, <laughs> least sexiest thing possible when combining caramel and your husband. Oh my God. I honestly, I just want an excuse to, to put Andreas in the, like least comfortable positions. <laughs> and, and we all know that's what you were. Yeah. Like you were wanting to be paid to cover your husband in caramel, yeah. whether it's sexy or not, yeah. <laughs> you just want to get paid to do it. And you, so that way you could, you would wear that like a, Big ass badge of honor. <laughs> you would introduce. Hi, I'm Stephen. I once covered my husband in caramel for money. <laughs> that's actually that's not too far fetched. Like I feel like, uh, I feel like I've already done this in like an alternate timeline. Yeah, absolutely. That is your your always icebreaker that has transcended through multiple dimensions and universes. 
This this timeline is not complete until I have done this. I know. And I trust me, I will buy the caramel and I will give you 20 bucks to do it. Oh, fuck. Just that. so that you can say those things, okay? All right, and I'll I'll buy the the knuckle the knuckle crusher or knuckle buster. Knuckle buster. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, any of them, knuckle crusher, knuckle buster, knuckle duster, all those knuckle things. Duster. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, knuckle duster. But no, like, uh, are there any, are there any objects or sauces that you consider to be sexy that that maybe, maybe other people don't? Um. Well, that's one I couldn't think of off the top of my head. I maybe will make a post later with some objects I find sexy. Um. Like. I find the small of a person's back is very sexy, but that's on, on a person. Um, and that's, but that's, that's something I find that's, I think, uncommon, maybe. I think I've probably met a few people who have that, share that same area, but... Um, <laughs> I can appreciate that. Because yeah, it's kind but, of like, it's a hidden thing. Like, you usually don't get to see that. You know what I mean? It, well, I think it's more that it, like, leads to the butt <laughs> yeah like i you know like I, my favorite right right it, it is it is the just before the prize there's this thing um i mean i think uh, the small of a back is is becoming more and more shown i guess i mean it, with spring and summer weather and the way clothes are currently the current fashion yeah um but still small of the back I'm not like walking around with a raging boner or anything, but I, I appreciate the small of the back. Um, but yeah, objects I couldn't say. I mean, the sauces clearly caramel. You know, if I have to think of you know to phrase it that way is probably not the best way to do it. Do I automatically find strange objects or you know non normally sexualized objects to be sexy and or sauces? But if you ask me, you know, what is my the sexiest sauce I can think of? If I had to, if I had to name a sexy sauce, what would it be? And caramel sauce is probably pretty fucking high up there. Damn. Um, along with butterscotch, like it's the same. It's the the color and the texture and the you know, it's it's slow pour. You like it thick and brown. Uh, I like it thick and brown. All right. See, I think I think chocolate sauce is is there too. Um, but yeah, there is something kind of nice about that kind of the buttery brown thickness. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. gotta have that. It's, that it's not necessarily thick, but it, it is. It is gotta. <laughs> it's not. It's um. It's the viscosity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Because like, uh, like like honey has the same viscosity. Uh, chocolate doesn't like you know. Chocolate's got closer on the the color. Honey's closer on the viscousness, and I, so I think that the caramel hits it hits on all levels appropriately. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how about how about non edible, uh, quote unquote sauces? Like for example, um, I think, uh, and this might be strange, um, <laughs> uh, hot glue. Like from a hot glue gun, I kind of like that. Well, okay, so the let's just back up just a touch. Yeah. Because I know as a listener, I'd be screaming at my fucking speakers right now. 
If it's a sauce, Stephen, generally it's edible. <laughs> I was trying to, you know, like liquidy things. I get it. Like I get that's it. just the that's the word that we were using before. Non gaseous, non solid <laughs> object somewhere in the middle. Hot glue sauce. <laughs> yeah, because it's so- <laughs> like it's not a fucking sauce, Stephen. <laughs> like I do one now. Now we have to create a line. You know? I'm just saucing my friends, craft project yeah, here. The the friends with benefits non edible sauce line <laughs> for all your non edible sauce needs. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with you? Most lube so, is like a non-edible sauce. I would hope that it's edible because you're putting it on your body and your, m- your mouth is going on the body. Like it's not like recommended. You know, there's not a recommended serving size. I'm not gonna like drink. But it's definitely it. not toxic. You know, it's not. It's definitely food safe, probably. <laughs> but would we call it Maybe. a sauce? No, <laughs> because you don't fucking eat it. God damn it. I've never had, um, on that topic, I've never had flavored lube that actually tastes good. No, of course not. They all, they all are chemical and, and, and. They're lies. That's what they are. They're great. They're great for the job they're intended to do, but it's not, they, they shouldn't have a second function like taste good. Like it's just. It's a nice wish, and we're just not there. The technology yeah. isn't there yet, Stephen. Just ram you know? it up grass and then lick it. Like that, that sounds awful, <laughs> and it'll taste a little bit like like strawberry shortcake. But but it's it's gonna be like that's our new trailer right there. <laughs> ram it up your ass and lick it. <laughs> that's our tagline. We... Yeah. yeah. Oh no! From the from the hit makers that brought you. Suck it on a knuckle buster. Ram it up your ass and lick it. The, the tagline for the, the non-edible sauces. Just... Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, again, to that one listener left, we appreciate you. I really hope it's Andreas, and I hope he's taking notes. He's, he's going to uh... need this. Because uh, we are going to implement it in our next... Uh... The best part is that it's not Andreas. It's not, it's not him at all. Yeah. So, anywho's. But yeah, uh, um, hot glue, I think, n- is not edible sauce. Kind of so nice. So, what do I find as a, a. I would say hot glue is. No, it's. It's sexy because it's dangerous, and there are definitely repercussions, you know, whether it's temperature and or the permanence of adherence. But. <laughs> Um, Symbolically, I think that's kind of hot, though. Sure, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the danger, uh, you know, we've got a fear of commitment and also being burned. Well, then hot glue sauce coming at you. It just sounds like all of my my ex-relationships. Just <laughs> It sounds like your battle cry during sex. Hot glue sauce coming at you. Hot and sticky. Yeah, and clear for some reason. <laughs> um hot glue sauce um okay so what other liquids non-edible do i find sexy um man well like it could also be and and this is arguable because it's it's kind of well it is edible but um like rain that's a 
Rain is of course sexy, but that's not a sauce. <laughs> I mean, rain sauce. <laughs> Some of that sky sauce. Give me that sky sauce. Wouldn't you like to to think of rain as as a nice nice little sauce from the sky? No. You don't like the idea of that? No sauce. No sauce <laughs> the ground covered in sauce. <laughs> on my food and or my allowing my food to be dipped in. I don't want I don't want to be covered in sauce. I would like to get sauced. But I do not wish to be covered in sauce. Well, I still think rain is definitely sexy. Yes, of course rain is sexy. Jesus. Like, if you could somehow combine warm caramel and rain, you'd have a very sexy time. <laughs> then you would have sky sauce. <laughs> no. Still no sky that sauce. Sounds no like, sauce that sounds like a, a risque kind of music video idea. Sky sauce? Or the thing I mentioned? Caramel it? rain? Caramel rain, yeah. It's definitely a, a R&B group's number one hit is caramel sauce or caramel rain caramel rain the hit sequel to chocolate rain and and kind of laying next to adjacent to purple rain sure sure and candy rain i'm not familiar with candy rain uh it's a song i will put it on the on put on the social medias all right I will not give you a rendition. No, I know oh. there's a few people out there who are like, "Come on, do a few bars." No, go fuck yourself. It's a, it's a, it's a group of of, of singers, so it only sounds good when it's in acapella, uh, not acapella necessarily, but in harmony. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, no, there's not there's nothing I'm going to do to give it justice. But that's like bagpipes. Bagpipes just don't sound good by themselves. You need like three of them. No, a bagpipe already sounds like it's multiple instruments. Um, to me, anyway. I mean, maybe I'm always listening to multiple bagpipes and unawares of it, but I'm pretty sure one bagpiper is enough. It sounds like it's many, many things. Because it's coming out of many different, you know, horns. It's, uh, or whatever, I don't know, the fucking musical nomenclature. The, the pipe, bagpipes, I guess, I don't know. I guess the pipes, <laughs> yeah, the pipe portion of the bagpipe, yeah. <laughs> Not the bag. But the, the pipes so, themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pipes would probably be right. There's, um, so actually, speaking of bagpipes and, uh, and going back to our earlier topic of anniversaries, once uh, <laughs> my dad, uh, <laughs> this is so random, uh, once for my parents' anniversary, it was one of their big ones, um, like one of the the number five denomination ones but i don't know yes a five or a ten yeah yeah uh but uh my dad had paid this guy to play romantic music on bagpipe Mm. at this bar uh and uh it's it's a nice it's a nice gesture and uh there's like a there's a a a sort of like kind of history with my family because like my um grandma my dad's mom uh she was 100 percent irish and so okay. uh you know she was very into um all of that and so like bagpipes we always associate <laughs> all of that <laughs> yes it's all of that <laughs> but uh the bagpipes we always associate with with her 
and um, my parents got married on St. Patrick's Day, Ooh. and my mom's birthday is St. Patrick's Day. So there's like mm. there's a whole lot wrapped up in there. Uh, I just lost some points, respect points for your dad. I've never met him. He's obviously a stand-up dude, but even if I wouldn't want to get married on my birthday, you know, I don't want to share my birthday with anything. Maybe you know, maybe they, maybe your mom signed off, but I still would try to push for a different date. I think it was um, something that my mom was excited about. All right, uh, All right. but. Yeah, it's not, I'm not here to judge, I suppose. But, but that's why... I think that's a cop-out for him. Like, he gets to remember all the things <laughs> on one day. Well, definitely... It's already a national holiday. Definitely makes it easier. Uh, like, you know, he'll start looking at the decorations, you know, in retail stores. Like, oh! <laughs> oh, yeah. My my wife's birthday and anniversary are coming up. Uh, but anyways... Uh, Sorry, yeah. That's why St. Patrick's Day is such a big deal in my family. Like, there's there's, like, a lot going on. Um, but anyway, so we were at this bar and my dad had paid this guy to show up with, with these bagpipes and to play these, these romantic songs. Um, so this, (laughs) it doesn't stop being funny when you say it again. (laughs) So there's romantic and bagpipes in the same sentences. It just doesn't mix. I don't think. Nope. Uh, nope. Yeah. Like maybe the idea sounds nice for like a split second. And then once you like try to imagine it. Uh, well, so my my partner is aware of this, and the rest of the world can be as well. Spoiler alert: When I die, I would like the bagpipes. Uh, I'd like to, I'd like a few things. I have a few different asks for my funeral. Okay, and one of them is the uh, the bagpipes. Uh, it's an amazing grace to be played on the bagpipes. As well as another really good dirge. I don't know. I don't really have one picked out, but uh, the closer I get to the day of. I'll uh, start picking out some more songs. You'll just be listening to bagpipe renditions of all kinds Correct. of different songs. Various things, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What about the bagpipe rendition of Sucking on a Knuckle Buster? Obviously, I hope that all the, the band reunites <laughs> and accompanies, you know, in, in my stead goes the bagpipes. <laughs> the... That's got to sound awful, and I am all for it. I am so excited for this moment now. No offense or anything, excited but I'm excited death. for yeah. you to... excited for my funeral? <laughs> for your funeral. Okay. Not your death, yeah. but your funeral. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. But no, so we're in we're in this bar. We're celebrating my mom's birthday and anniversary oh and St. Patrick's Day. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. it's fine. Uh, and then <laughs> and then this, this large man um, comes barging yeah. through the doors with an even larger bagpipe. And... <laughs> Uh, he's, he's got the whole getup. He's got like the, the weird, the, what is it called? A kilt? Is that what it is? Yeah. He's got the kilt mm-hmm. on. He's got the, the, um, the fucking. Does he have the hat? He's got the hat. He's got the straps going up his, his chest. A little, little suit coat? A little sport coat? He, uh, I, I think he actually took that off when he was playing because he started to sweat quite a bit. Uh, yeah. but he did have it. Uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, so this guy walks in, um, and then my dad gets up on the microphone and he's like, now, uh, as a special gift for my wife on her special day, um, I have this guy's gonna <laughs> play the bagpipes. <laughs> and then the whole place gets so quiet. And then this, this guy goes up there and then he starts playing the bagpipes. And it is just so, first of all, it's, it's fucking loud. Like yeah. bagpipes in person, ridiculously loud. And this was a pretty uh-huh. small bar. 
Uh, so yeah. it just filled with this this fucking awful sound. It it was Actually, the acoustics were amazing. Yeah. It was awful, and uh, it like we had no idea what the fucking songs were uh, because like we just couldn't tell because bagpipes. I guess they're just not. I I first of all you have to do that like circular breathing thing. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't do that correctly then it doesn't sound like a consistent tone, which is what the bagpipes is all about. But also, mm-hmm. I feel like multiple bagpipes are kind of required because uh, they, like, sort of harmonize with one another. When it's just, like, one tone, one droning tone, uh, it's just, oh, my God. Uh, it was rough. Well, now I need to hire multiple bagpipe players to play at my, my funeral. Yeah, so that's actually, that. that's my word of advice, is always yeah. always hire multiple bagpipe users, because even though even though it's going to be fucking loud, you kind of need, and I think, in, harmony. unless yeah. this guy was just awful at playing the bagpipes, I have no idea. I don't know. Um, but, oh my god, but I remember he, the first song went on for like 13 minutes, and it finally ended, and it took everyone like a couple minutes for their ears to stop ringing, um, mm-hmm. and so like the whole place is just dead silent. Like it, people didn't know what to do. Um, because you can't talk over it. It's so fucking loud. Yeah. But like, even after it was just silent, like yeah. everyone was just like kind of flabbergasted. And then he starts playing again. Of course. And you got him for the whole hour. So. It was, Oh my <sighs> God. It was rough. And everyone, you look around the room and everyone is, they just kind of like have an eyebrow raised and they're like trying to turn their ear because they're trying to identify the song, but nobody knows what the fuck is being played. Um, And I remember I was sitting next to this guy and he kept like saying what he thought the song was out loud. But like every 10 seconds he would be like, no, it's this song. No, no, I think it's this song. Like the whole entire fucking time. (laughs) No, this is Aaron Gobra. Uh, So that was... That was awful, um, but still a nice gesture. Uh, Absolutely. But, um, <laughs> Not well thought out. And I'm sure the guy playing the bagpipes knew exactly what was going to happen. That's probably why he was oh. sweating profusely. Well, I don't know. That, I guess this is, I don't know, this is an awful stereotype probably, but I just always in, uh, envision a heavy set person playing the bagpipes. I don't, I don't think I, I every time I see it, I never see... Uh, a fit and or thin person playing the bagpipes yeah except the other day i actually did see there was a video of a woman um playing the bagpipes which that in and of itself you don't usually see uh but she was doing a jazz solo on the bagpipes and it actually oh yeah yeah i've seen this yes yeah this is going around (laughs) the internet yeah it actually sounded pretty cool um and i really liked how she danced uh, she, yeah, she was a fucking wild one. Yeah, yeah. Um, really bad dancer, but I loved it. it was yeah, like it was that like a, lot of foot, a lot of foot stomping. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, I think okay. I think actually, um, it, this this might sound awful, um, but probably her dancing. I I would put that as um, an. A, a, a thing that probably isn't sexy that that I think is sexy. Okay. The way that she was dancing. Yeah, no, I definitely remember her dancing, and it was not. Uh, it, you know, it didn't entice me. I can tell you that. It was like like a zero on the appealing scale, 
but uh, oh my god, did I love it? Okay, I mean, but now you gain sexual arousal from it? Um, not physically, um, <laughs> but <laughs> but I don't know. I I did have sex with Andreas that night, uh, and and it was nice. <laughs> thanks to thanks to her dancing. Uh, maybe maybe she had something to do with it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she had that special <laughs> sauce. <laughs> Perhaps dancing sauce. <laughs> there we go. We just call that alcohol. That's what we call that. Dancing sauce. I require dancing sauce. Uh, yeah, I need in order dancing. to dance. If you want me to dance, I need dancing sauce. Or that is you, absolutely correct. So if you want me to dance, I need uh, a, a decent amount of dancing sauce. Um, if you want me to socialize at a party, a little bit of dancing sauce. But if you want me to sing karaoke, I need a metric fuck ton of dancing sauce. Yeah, there's there isn't there has yet to be a enough dancing sauce for me to karaoke in public i've done it twice uh once in a private party and then uh, another time i didn't actually karaoke because i didn't select the song i just ran up drunkenly on stage <laughs> while the other person was singing oh no and scr- screamed the lyrics to the top of my lungs not holding a mic just singing with a stranger uh on stage because i was real real drunk damn yeah. The uh the first time I ever did karaoke in public, um it was like a friend of mine's like 21st birthday or something and they hired like a party bus thing mm-hmm. to drive us around to different bars. Yeah. <clears throat> uh there was also a pole on the party bus and I uh, <laughs> I was pole dancing the entire time that of we were on the party bus. Um How much of the time <clears throat> were you shirtless? Uh I had a like a, a a button-up shirt, uh, mm-hmm. so it was like fifty percent shirtless, one hundred percent of the time. I had it on. <laughs> There's a lot of quotables tonight. Fifty percent shirtless, one hundred percent of the time. It's like a like an action figure back of the box kind of bullet point. <laughs> <laughs> or like an action hero. Yeah, I catch bullets yeah. with my teeth. And I'm 50% shirtless 100% of the time. 100% of the time, yeah. Uh, Yeah. But but no, so we stopped at this bar, and it was uh, a karaoke bar. Um, And we go in there, and I was totally wasted uh, already. This was like the first bar that we stopped at, but I was already wasted because I drank an entire bottle of Kinky. Um, I love Kinky, by the way. (laughs) I'm not gonna. I would, damn it! See, I was I was trying so hard not to bring it up. I was like, well, we're just gonna move right past that. You know, nobody knows what the fuck that is. But we're not gonna say anything. But I knew if I didn't say shit, you'd still bring it up. What the fuck's king? It's basically just like flavored vodka, but it's like okay. sweet, and it's like it, it's just it's it's like shitty white girl liquor, basically. <laughs> uh, and. <laughs> Like anytime, okay. anytime that the kinky comes out, you know that you're just surrounded by um, younger white women, and we're gonna get kinky. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Let's get oh kinky my God, tonight." Kinky. Uh, yeah, um, it's but my favorite thing is it's very easy to drink. It's kind of like alcoholic Kool Aid. Uh, so I drank an entire goddamn bottle of kinky, um, <laughs> and and then I pole danced in front of my friend's mom. Actually. I might have given her a lap dance too. <laughs> mm. um, 
but uh, then we went to this karaoke bar. And the first thing that I do, we walk into the bar and everyone goes to the bar and they start ordering drinks. But I immediately go to the, the person running the karaoke and I put Bohemian Rhapsody. I write it down. <clears throat> and then where it says to put your name, I wrote absolutely everyone. <laughs> and then I add it to the pile. <clears throat> and then... Uh, you know, like seven minutes go by. Uh, this was there were a shit ton of people there, um, and then finally it gets to the point where the person goes on the little microphone and they're like, "All right, and now singing Bohemian Rhapsody." And then like my eyes light up and my ears perk up like a fucking dog. He says, "Absolutely everyone?" Question mark. And then I run up there and I'm like, "Everybody needs to get their their." Uh, everybody immediately needs to come here and we're going to fucking sing Bohemian Rhapsody like a goddamn family. And everyone in the bar, every single person, including the guy running the karaoke, including the bartenders, we all fucking sang Bohemian Rhapsody together. It's pretty beautiful. It really was. Yeah, it's a a magical moment. I actually might have cried. I'm sure you did. (laughs) That's very memorable. I mean, everybody that night will remember that moment. So... Well played. And then we left. <laughs> sure. And we went yeah, to the next bar. You can't bar. top that. You, yeah, you have to leave. You have to go because there's no, no nothing better. Than, I mean, you can maybe stick around a moment for the, you know, the, the shared camaraderie and all that, but you got to go. You can't <laughs> top it. Get the entire bar united on one front of amazing Freddie Mercury awesomeness. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I actually, I, I wish that that would happen more often because it's, it's hard to sing by yourself. Sure. Uh, and it's hard to do like duets or like a small group of people because you can still pick out the voices. But if absolutely everyone is singing, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel more comfortable. Oh yeah, setting. yeah. I'll, I will. Yeah, I will definitely add my voice to the rest of them, but I will not sing alone in front of people. Then we'd end up with a bagpipe situation. Sure, uh, sure. You need multiple bagpipes, so it all That's drones right. I'm together. A, I am a beautiful bagpipe. I need lots of harmonies <laughs> to blend in with. There you go. All right. That makes it Wonderful. sound like you're not as shitty of a singer. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm not a bad singer. I'm just like, a, I'm, I'm a beautiful pair of bagpipes. I just need 700 more. <laughs> right. If you had, one of me is awful. But several of me at the same time, mm. amazing. Mm. Yeah. You'll get all stoic <laughs> <laughs> listening to me. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Podcast with Benefits. If you enjoyed this show, please rate, follow, and or subscribe to The Podcast with Benefits wherever podcasts are distributed. Please reach out to us by writing an email to be more than friends at gmail.com, commenting on mtfproductions.com, or finding us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash be more than friends. One day, we hope to do this for a living. To help make that dream come true, please donate what you can to our show at mtfproductions.com. Your donations help us purchase better equipment, fund more merchandise, and hold events. Please share this show with a friend that you love. Thank you. Is it caramel or caramel?
It's got to be caramel if we're talking about sexy. It's, if you're talking about sexy, it's got to be caramel. <laughs> caramel. Caramel. Caramel is so close to camel. I, I can't. <laughs> caramel. Caramel. Hey, Karen, hand me the caramel. God. And they have a son named Carl. Cover you in my caramel cum. Ugh. <laughs> God. Um, but if I say I'm going to cover you in my caramel cum, I mean that's sexy. And, and better. <laughs> Stop dying. Um, Sorry. I drank a bottle of kinky and I gave my friend's mom a lap dance. Stripper poles and party vans. Oh, the party bus driver was very attractive too mm. and he actually okay so when we stopped at the bar uh, i left this out of the story but when we stopped at the bar um as we were getting out uh i was leaving the little party bus and he turns to me this attractive party bus driver um and he says you know the way you were pole dancing we should be paying you and i was like fuck <laughs> You immediately came in your pants. I immediately made some not edible sauces. Well, they were edible. Well, yeah. Well, they were edible. <laughs>